Hey guys, how's it going? Matt from Foulball Productions here. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you're doing well because I'm doing phenomenally. Thank you so very much. It is the 31st episode of the MF for Podcast. Coming to you live from Austin, Texas, ready to throw it down, ready to kick some ass, ready to punt this one out of the stadium. That's what I'm here to do. That's what I'm here to do. How are you today, folks? What up, sentient dildo? Westoids. I don't think the crowd is plural yet, but it will be. It will hit huge heights. Uh, Brahma Bull last week was like, you're late. Well, guess what? Not today. Not today. I hit that go live button at exactly 1230. Now, granted, I did say I was going to start this at noon. Okay, fair enough. Five, fair point. But the rescheduled time of 1230, that was accurate. 100% accurate. No lies here. No tardiness. Not me. Not me. Only retardiness. All right. I had to push it back. I'm I'm sorry for those of you who've been waiting for the past half hour, and I'm sure there's dozens of you. I had to get a couch delivered. I had to get a couch delivered, and they delivered it in that window. That's when the couch was coming. There's nothing I could do with this delivery company that quite frankly didn't really do all that great of a job. There's three of them. Nice guys. It's not a huge couch. It's a little sectional. There's a chaise lounge on one side and then like a little kind of love seat on the other, right? Two cushions, one big long one. Well, they didn't like connect it, which is like, I've, I've looked into it. It wasn't that big of a deal. I just like built underneath and there was this little metal piece that slides out and you click it in. But, you are being paid to deliver this. And uh, no small fee, I might add. It was almost $300 for this delivery of this couch. And uh, they didn't even connect it. And you know those little slidey things that they plug into the bottom? That, like, don't tear up your floor? Yeah, one of them was just off. Just off on the ground. I was like, what? I just paid $272 for this delivery? And that's how you treated it? It's a goddamn shame, guys. There's no work ethic anymore. There's no work ethic anymore. You know, that's the problem. It's the problem with this generation. So follow through. People don't, there's no ethic anymore. I've got more to say about that. I'm so mad. There kind of is no work ethic, right? That's sort of an issue. You hear the conservatives talk about it a lot. I've worked with a lot of young people in my line of work, being a uh, bartender, food service expert. You do encounter a lot of younger people and there is a different level. And I realize I think it is just kind of a part of being young. You just sort of expect things. They just should be there. When they're not, you can't understand why. Uh, And I think I was kind of a little twat when I was younger too. Uh, When I was an employee, probably made some people really annoyed. It's probably quite obnoxious. But there there is like a weird thing, right? I mean... I think it has something to do with, I think we were talking about, I was talking about it with Vigilante Williamson one day. Hey, I'll go subscribe to Vigilante Williamson Vengeance. And then you can watch our sports show, Clueless Anti-Football. I don't want to say, I don't want to curse just yet. Because it's only five minutes in. And the algorithm says you're not supposed to curse right away or something. I don't know. I don't know anything. Um, but we were talking about shit. Where was I? Vigilante Williamson, work ethic. 
Uh, oh, right. Growing up on like movies and stuff, right? Like the myths, the stories that you hear is kind of like the guy always gets the girl, the, uh, that you always get the bag at the end. You know what I mean? It's like success is just kind of like, I don't know. It's like you, we just sort of expect it to happen just because you're awesome. And I think it's definitely the way like we were raised, you know, like the millennial generation was probably the first generation that was like coddled and like, you can do anything you set your mind to. And all you got to do is go to college and everything will come at your doorstep. And then you, know, you have no resiliency, no skill sets. You just expect things when they don't show up. You're like, why? Why? Oh, and I actually think it's just getting worse. <laughs> I really do. I think there's like a small pocket of Gen Zers who are like based and, you know, pretty badass and awesome. But I definitely think there are like, you know, a, a cut of the population, especially the younger, like, quote, millennials. Oof. They don't like being corrected. They don't like being told what to do. They know how to weaponize feeling upset. They don't like it. They don't like it. And they're going to go to the boss. When it's just, I just, I don't know. That's how I came up in the industry. People were mean to you until you got it right. <laughs> that was, I don't know. That's how we helped each other. I don't know. That's how you got better. Uh, probably a little traumatizing, but you know, whatever. It's, life's hard. Sometimes you got to be smacked around. Straighten yourself out, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just an old man. Just an old man yelling at a webcam. All right, what's up, sentient dildo? Sentient dildo says, by the decorations behind you, I assume you'd sit on the floor. Eh, yeah, I get it. You know, crisscross applesauce style. I won't say Indian style because that's offensive. So you say crisscross applesauce uh, and enjoy your sushi on your wooden floor, your bamboo floor. Mm, no, this literally, so the reason I have this thing because it's been brought up many times, and I just wanted to spell all the myths, guys. I am not transitioning into a Japanese woman. That is that is conjecture, and I don't appreciate it. It's a lie. It's a malicious rumor started by someone. Um, no, I had it in my other the other apartment. Because the other apartment I had in, I, I only had one room. And then like a kitchen and a living room that I shared. I only had personally one room. So that was my office for this this wonderful career I've chosen. And sleeping. And doing all that, you know, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Um, that was it. My bedroom was like the only room I had. So I had like this computer desk and then my bed. And it was just like looking at the backside of a computer desk, just wires and all this shit pouring out. It looked terrible. I'm realizing this isn't that interesting. So I bought this and that's it. And now I just use it because this room is an office. That really didn't need me to go onto an aside. As I was, I was saying that, I was like, wow, how much more boring can you be? Oh, whoa, Matt, sorry. You should clip that. I'm sure the world would find that fascinating. Okay. All right. Fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sanjitilla, we were all twats when we were younger. Even the boomers bitching about it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's just kind of part of getting older, right? Because you're just annoying. You just, you just really, yeah. And then you realize and you cringe. And you try to, you know, get rid of that behavior as much as you can. You try to grow. Some people do. Some people don't. It's hard. It's difficult. Such a dildo vid and work ethic in the same sentence sounds pretty racist to me. You're right. Sorry. Sorry. Work ethic is white supremacy. I think that's right. I think that is correct. Having a work ethic is racist. I think so. Although, I don't know. I hear a lot about a hustling and grinding in the black community. 
That sounds like work ethic to me. I don't know. I can barely keep up. I can barely keep up. Hello, Newbum Turk. Hello. Hello, Sam Whitfield. I am not Jed. No, I'm not. But not this Friday, but next Friday, I will be doing a cocktail lounge. That's right, folks. That's correct. The cocktail lounge coming back at you. Boom, boom, boom. Friday at 8 Central. We will go crazy. I do have some fun stuff. I do have some fun stuff. Some things that a friend of mine introduced me to that I think you are all going to enjoy. That's what I think. I would uh, I would recommend being there for the cocktail lounge next Friday because it's going to be fucking fun. I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to give any hints. I don't even want to lead into it. I think it'll be pretty fun, though. Sammy boy, Sammy boy, man of war, 65 to the beach, hello, I turned double nickels a week ago, we have the old, we'll have the old conversation when you quit, when you quit shitting yellow, when you quit shitting yellow, <laughs> you know, I think, I think, I think part of getting older is actually not caring about people criticizing you that you're not old enough, you know, I've been hearing that my whole life. It's like, well, I'm almost 40. Obviously, you can get older. I understand that. But almost 40. I mean, you know, that's fucking middle age. How much longer am I going to live? 90? 100? Probably not. Most likely not with my lifestyle. Not the way I've treated my body over the years. My liver's not going to last that long. So, yeah, I'm just like, no, nah, I don't. Okay, whatever. I mean, all oh, your kids, like, I've had this, I, I, I've been around, and I have taken shits, and I have done things. I've seen the world, man. I'm an adult. I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy. Sam, you're only 28? I'm 28, but I bitch about all the young Zoomers. You're only 20 fucking eight? God, why did I think you were older? That's crazy. Shit, Sammy boy. Oh, you got your whole life ahead of you, young man. That's great. <laughs> See, man of war. See how it goes. See how it goes. All right. Well, gang's all here. Let's get into some news. Let's get into some news. Guys, aliens are real. Aliens are real. And I don't want to hear any of you naysayers. I don't want to hear any aggressive, unnecessary skeptics. We have proof. Hard and fast. That aliens exist, guys. Okay? Okay? You want to see the evidence? Are you curious? Because here it is. It's right here. Let's chickity check it out. UFO expert displays supposed non-human alien corpses in Mexico's Congress. He's an expert, and he did it in Congress. Aliens are real, folks. Aliens are among us or something. I'm not sure. I just believed it. Uh, there's a video, 55 seconds. Let's go. Okay. Let's see what he's got to say, this old man. Que no son parte de nuestra evolución terrestre y que después de desaparecer no hay una evolución posterior. Look, there they de are. De acuerdo a la Universidad Nacional Autónoma de México, quien realizó los análisis de carbono. Bro, they seriously look like E.T. statues, just like wrapped in paper mache. But look, these beings are around a thousand years old. He wouldn't lie. 
He wouldn't lie. Look, they're mummified. So, of course, they're going to look old and weird, strange, and just like E.T. It's weird they look like E.T., isn't it? 14. Estos seres tienen alrededor de mil años de antigüedad. Es decir, no se trata de seres que fueron recuperados en aves, que son estrellamientos, sino son seres que estaban sepultados en minas de diatomea. Tierra de diatomea. La diatomea es un alga fosilizada con 17 millones de antigüedad. Es fitoplan. All right, what the fuck is this guy saying? Aliens are real, guys. That's all I needed. That's it. Yeah, Yoda's has seen better days. Operation Blue, it is coming. What is Operation Blue? He needed the money. Okay, all right. What is uh, what is that? Phase four sucks. <laughs> yeah, the, the special effects have sure gone down. What is Operation Blue? Now I'm all curious. Oh, speaking of which, Sentry Dodo, since you're here, um, Hitler? Uh, since you're here, the Barbie movie is now available to rent uh, on Amazon Prime, and you can catch my review coming at you shortly. I'm gonna I'm gonna pwn the woke guys. I'm gonna get them. Oh, I'm gonna spike it over the net. <laughs> That's what you get for having fun, girls. I'm here to fucking ruin it. I don't know. Project Blue Beam. Okay, because Operation Blue is some Hitler thing. So I hope that's not what you're talking about. Operation Blue Beam. False. Ha. Nope. Not real. First thing it says is false. I don't know. I don't believe you. Sentient dildo. I, this says false. So, nope. False. Let's see. The Blue Beam, a joint project of NASA and the United States, uses the most powerful technology to spread a new religion on Earth and create various simul simulation images to establish total control over humans, after which the new world order will finally be established. I believe it. <laughs> I think I believe that. Myth detector. If that was, if they were doing it, why would they, why would they be like, ah, you got us. Yeah, shit, we were trying to brainwash the entire world to establish a new religion. If that's where, if that was what they were up to, why would they tell us? It would be in their best interest to not tell you. Of course. It is noteworthy that during the pandemic caused by the spread of the coronavirus, the blue beam theory once again came to the fore as the scenario described by Sergei Monist, the Antichrist, uses the method of epidemics for establishing control over humans in the third and final phase. Well, look, did they did they or did they not use an epidemic to establish control over humans? I don't know how you could argue with that. Conspiracy theorists believe that this process has already begun. Well, this stream's not going to remain monetized. That's for sure. That's for sure. I'm going to get one of those little fact checker things. Foul Paul Productions isn't even a real person. Don't watch him. Uh, forbidden Ruin. Here. Hail. I don't know about that being authentic. Uh, disagree. That's obviously an alien. Okay. Or maybe you're talking about this one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The internet told me so. Absolutely. You keep catching your butthole in your zipper there, Lou. You got to watch out, pal. It's dangerous. How big is your butthole? Actually, don't tell me that. I don't need the answer to that question. That was a mistake to even say that. I'm sorry. So, aliens, guys. Aliens are real. And uh, give up all hope. Abandon your gods. Mexican politicians were shown two mummified corpses this week that a UFO expert claimed are a clear 
I think it's clear. Clear demonstration of non-human aliens and not the ones we're shoving across your border. Hey, oh, da, 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 da. the two bodies were three <laughs> with only three fingers on each hand and the elongated E.T. style heads. They really do look a lot like E.T. I mean, that does not. I'm sorry, that doesn't look real. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it, folks. I don't mean to be offensive or outrageous. It looks like they put, you know, dust on it to make it look old and moldy. It looks very handmade. It doesn't look organic to me. But it's a thousand-year-old mummy. So, we're displayed in window boxes Tuesday for public congressional hearing on the unidentified anomalous phenomenon. Okay. The corpses are between 17, 700 and 1,800 years old, with x-rays showing one has mysterious eggs inside. UFO, UFOologist. UFOlogist, ufologist, Jamie Mausen told the hearing. These specimens are not part of a terrestrial evolution. These beings were found after a UFO wreckage. They were found in a diatome, algae mines, and were later fossilized, he said. This is the first time it, extraterrestrial life, is presented in such a form that I think there's a clear demonstration we are dealing with non-human specimens that are not related to any other species on this world. Okay, I mean, are we going to analyze the bodies? Are you going to let doctors like do MRIs and x-rays and, you know, analyze the samples? Or are you just going to be like, no, 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 no. These are real aliens. No follow-up questions, please. Thank you. They're real. Okay. All righty. Uh, okay. Damn, that's $15 down the drain. 15 cents down the drain. Yeah, that's true. You know, listen, I got to pay for this couch somehow. All right. And if it takes a nickel at a time, it takes a nickel at a time. I can't control the flow. I can't master the YouTube algorithm. All I can do is try to do the best job that I can. And I think you guys will admit I do. Uh, some sculpty, super sculpty and some sand. Yes, yes. And why would the government lie about anything? Exactly, Lou. Precisely. That's what I'm saying. They found E.T. Yes. Hello, Soul Assassin. Hail. Hail. Looks like the turd I drop after drinking a lot. Mine are usually not all that solid. When I drink a lot, it's usually kind of a disaster. It's a lot of splatter and spray. You know, need to like usually scrub it afterwards. It gets a little much. It gets a little much. Uh... <laughs> Forbidden ruin. I was wondering where my mud alien went in the 1980s. Here he is. You found him. You found this turd sculpture. The ancient specimens were retrieved from Cusco, Peru. In 2017, the hearing was told. Wait. That, they don't. I mean, it's not it's not very convincing. It's not very convincing. I hope it's real. That would be awesome. I would really like this to be real. Scientists re recently studying the UFO specimens at the Autonomous National University of Mexico were able to extract DNA evidence from the specimens using radiocarbon dating. So this is an American institution said that. Okay, I mean, they're just kind of re reporting on it, which I guess is good. But, oh, here we go. These are x-ray specimens supposedly show that one of the bodies has eggs inside of it. I mean, I want more information about this. I believe it's a ship of non-human origin. I mean, I was here just to dunk on it, but I don't know. I'm kind of curious. I mean, I can't be, it looks so corny, but I'm like, all right, well, let's just prove or disprove it. Should be easy to prove or disprove, right? 
mean, it looks like a statue. It looks like a statue. It doesn't look real to me. Well, I'm still saying they're real. I'm still saying India, uh, Indians. Indians are real. Also, aliens are real. They're not made up. It's not a conspiracy theory. Aliens and Indians are among us. Please open. Please open. Uh, Oh, Lou, what are you saying? So much mistrust in the only people that the country in the country that care about your well-being. Never question authority. Fucking A. That's what I've been saying. That's what I've been saying. Just listen. Accept without thought. I don't even have thoughts. I don't even think. I just do. I know my best interests are being preserved. I'm aware of that. And if you're not, probably pretty racist. That's what I assume. I'm close to being on the fence about them. I sit on the do not believe side. I 100% believe in UFOs not being man-made. I don't have convictions in this department. I think it's fun. I would like aliens to be real. I would like Roswell to be real. I would like all those guys getting butt-fucked. I mean, anal probed in a uh, spaceship to be real. I would like all that to be real. I don't think any of it's real, but I would like it to be. I think that would be much more fun. It's cool because I used to like, I think they had like these things, you know, there would always be those, um, not conspiracy theories, but like those mythical creatures like Bigfoot or Loch Ness Monster. And people would, you know, there'd be all this work and research and go into it. And then now with modern technology, it's kind of like, no, no, probably not though. Because it's like they did, didn't they do like surveys of Loch Ness and there's like nothing in there resembling anything big. You're like, yeah, probably not. And then Bigfoot, it's like, well, there's so much space. It's like, yeah, but any like real fucking biologist or zoologist will tell you, yeah, it's like, what are they eating though? They need to have like a, a steady diet. There needs to be enough of like an ecosystem around them. They can't just be hiding in the fucking woods. I would believe that uh, our species of human committed a genocide against Neanderthal. I would believe that. That's an interesting one to me. I think that's totally plausible and that there should have been multiple. Because I do think it's weird how we're the only species of like human. Like, why are there not more species of human? Like, there's species of every other animal on Earth, including the intelligent ones like dolphins. There's freshwater. There's river. There's all these like different all over the all over the planet. There's all different. But there's only one species of human. Why? That's so weird. That doesn't make any fucking sense. You know. So it's like, I don't know. It's It's interesting. I mean. I, I don't know. I like all that stuff. I think it's fun. I don't know how much of it's real. Like the historical thing. Okay. But like, I don't think Bigfoot's real. I don't think aliens are real. I want them to be real. They sound super fun, but I don't think they are. I don't think they are. The more the feds say they are real, the more I believe they aren't. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I did see a pretty good meme where they're just like, aliens are real folks. They're like, we have a lot more other concerns than your horse shit. You people are so paranoid and jaded. Yeah, we really are. We really are. I think the anal probing are fed snatching up people for some gay butt stuff. Okay. I like that one. That sounds fun. Ooh, we're spooky aliens. Take it, bitch. Take it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, said you did a Loch Ness monsters, monsters ain't nothing but a discarded dildo floating, not bothering anyone. <laughs> Leave us alone. Leave the dildo people alone. That's true. I did. I said there's species of humans, but I forgot about sentient dildos. My mistake. Sorry about that. I'm very, uh, very race, race centric. I'm a xenophobe. Uh, dolphins are rapists. I heard that's true. 
I heard that's true. Yes. Uh, Soul Assassin, they did radar scans on Loch Ness and found nothing. The monster from Lake Champ is more more likely since there's a photo of the monster. What's the monster from Lake Champ? I don't know what that is. It's new to me. Lake Champ monster. Oh, Champlain? Isn't that where... No, that's Lake Placid. Never mind. Historians think champ is probably a garfish, a class that includes lake sturgeon. They usually get pretty fucking big, though, right? Don't gar aren't garfish huge? Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of these are likely. You know, like we even we have like giant squids that wash up on the shore. You know what I mean? Like you see them like boats and stuff like that, and those things live like so super deep in the ocean. Like, what are the odds? All these cameras, all the satellite footage, all this stuff, we wouldn't have come across one of these things. I don't know. I don't buy it. I'd like it to be true. I think it would be fun. I don't think it is. Forbidden truth. What are the chances of Bigfoot being an evolution evolutionary mistake with some mentally ill zoologist having relations with a gorilla or a champ of a ch or a champ chimpanzee? I don't think we can procreate with uh, other species of uh, monkey. I don't think we can. I've tried. Believe me. My experiments are extensive and it doesn't work. So I think your uh, your theory is flawed there. Forbidden ruin. Sorry. <laughs> the only monsters existing today are middle class lib white women. <laughs> upper class are worse. The upper class white women are the worst because they they're like the champagne socialists, right? Like they have like the entitlement of being wealthy and being a woman and the, you know, social, we all have to have the right opinions. They're the worst. Yeah. Older white women, upper class white women, brutal, brutal. Not my mom. My mom rules. She's on upper class, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, aliens are real. Pretty sick. That's good news. I think I like that. I like that. Uh, have you guys heard about this one? This is, I put this in the, in the, uh, title here. Cause I think it's pretty fucking interesting. Uh, I will preface the entire thing before we get into it any further. This is a daily wire production. So I know how some of the chat feels about conservative media. Me and vigilante Williamson have been uh, critical of outlets like the daily wire or sort of echo chambery conservative media outlets. I don't think there's anything wrong with them necessarily. I just think you reach fewer people by having like a paywall and then everyone just agrees with you. And I just don't think it's as productive as something like Rogan where that reaches kind of a lot more people. It's a little bit more open. It's not necessarily like here. We all think the same thing kind of vibes, you know? Hello, Papa Cotton. Hello, Papa Cotton. Good to see you, sir. Um, but I do think this thing is totally valid, conservative politic platform or not. It's called Convicting a Murderer. I listened to an interview with the filmmaker on uh, Jim and Sam's show last week. It's pretty fascinating. So there's a docuseries Making a Murderer, right? Which I never actually watched. I don't really watch the true crime. What up, Zax? Hello, sir. Good to see you, my friend. I don't really watch true crime. My girl likes it, but you know, all girls like true crime stuff, um, which is really weird. What's up with that? Isn't that odd? Why do women like true crime stuff? It's so strange. I want to know why they, they always say, well, we have to be prepared. Shut up. I don't, I don't see collecting other 
other survival skills. I don't see you learning how to make a campfire in the woods or a lean-to. I don't see you down at the range sighting in your fucking handgun. Nah, there's some sick fascination. It's got nothing to do with survival. Anyway, uh, so they're, one of the biggest ones is this making a murderer, right? If you guys remember when this came out, everybody was talking about it. And the entire thing was framed like these guys didn't do it. Like the kind of racist cops in the evil you know, town and then da-da-da-da. And then people... I guess started putting together that if you look into the case, they left out like a lot of stuff and all the stuff they left out for the most part would make the guy who was convicted look bad. And it's really like something else. And apparently the, the documentary, uh, the, the documentary, the documentarian was talking about this thing called the uh, what's it called? The innocence, not like the innocence economy, but something like that where it's just kind of like there are these people who just capitalize on the narrative that a lot of people are in jail uh, innocent and under like false premises. So they kind of like almost like race hustlers, you know, like the kind of like Al Sharpton's of the world. It's sort of like this other little subsect of like criticizing the criti uh, criminal justice system and the police departments and all that shit. And I was like, damn, this is really interesting because I would listen to Jim and Sam talk about this because they were watching it and Jim was very critical of it. And so now this documentary is coming out, which I think is pretty fascinating. Uh, I think it's an interesting thing. And it's also, you know, it is on the daily wire though, dildo. Okay. Don't want you to be too upset. I know how you don't like about conservatives. An inmate at the Calumet County Jail. The man served 18 years in prison until DNA evidence cleared his name. The Two Rivers man was convicted of sexual assault in 1985, but exonerated with DNA evidence in 2003. So this is the infamous Avery Lott. Now, two years later, he again finds himself tied to a police investigation. Accused of murdering Teresa Holbuck on the Avery property. Stephen Avery's 16-year-old nephew admitted his involvement in the rape and murder of Teresa Holbuck. The car is discovered just around the bend. It was just this worldwide phenomenon. I think they framed this guy. I think he intended to crush the vehicle, but ran out of time. Avery thinks the $36 million lawsuit he filed is why he's being targeted in this investigation. 1021 and 24 Main Street. Uh, do we have Stephen Avery custody? Netflix made millions of dollars from making a murderer, but the filmmakers left out very important details. Mountains of evidence that you have not yet seen. The blood vial. The most egregious manipulation from the movie. Interrogations. So that's when he started beating me because I told him that he's sick. Cell phones. And I saw melted plastic parts of a cell phone. Interviews. Her arms were pinned behind her head. They made Stephen Avery look like a victim. Do you believe your brother's guilty? I don't know if I'm a suspect. I got on eye. I'm getting sick and tired of media deception. Yeah, fuck yeah, me too. They omit so many different things. Why are you editing my testimony? I am not going to make the same mistake that the filmmakers did. Rearranging the testimony, they delete a portion of it at the end. How could they claim to care about the truth? They all know that Stephen Avery committed this crime. Dude, I don't know. I'm pretty interested. I think it's going to be uh, pretty dope. <laughs> Since you do show your ass, Candace. <laughs> she does have a thickie. 
You can go watch that short on my channel right now. Me and Vigilante Williamson discovered that. It was quite, quite. So this is somehow a left-right thing. Well, I think... So I was listening to the interview with the documentarian. It was really good. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Jim and Sam. I don't know the guy's name, the guy who made the documentary. But he is, uh, that's what he does, is crime documentaries. And he said when he was watching it, uh, he was like, oh, that's a huge thing. They fucked up with that blood vial or whatever. Like, I'm sure someone's going to make some shattering doc follow-up to destroy this one. And then it never did. And he's like, oh, I guess I have to do it. And this thing's like 10 parts. So I guess it's super thorough. I mean, although a lot of times when they do those long docuseries, a lot of padding, but I don't feel like this one's going to be that, but it might be. Apparently, New Bomb, how this is political, which I don't even think this documentary is making that case too much, but I think there's sort of like the reason why would be motivations by Netflix. So apparently this original uh, Making a Murderer was like three parts or something or much shorter, and it was shown to Netflix execs and they didn't want it. And then, but, but then like the jinx on HBO became super successful. So they wanted to have their own jinx. So they're like, oh, go back and get that making a murderer thing, stretch it out over 10 parts and essentially manipulate it. Like try to create this narrative around it. Like apparently I guess like the, whatever the cops were shown, there'd be like super like villainous evil music. And they tried to make this whole narrative around it. I've never seen any of it. I never saw Making a Murderer or uh, Convicting a Murderer. So I, I'm pretty interested to see this one, though. I don't really fuck with crime docs. I don't know. I find them a little weird. Uh, Newbomb says if uh, Daily Wire and Owens is there, this they think something is there. Yeah, obviously. And I think it's it does have something to do with the innocence narratives and stuff like that. Anti-police. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I, I can only speculate. Because uh, I've seen zero parts of it. But I do think it's kind of fucking interesting. I don't know. I'm really curious. I listened to that guy's uh, interview and I really wanted to see this. Let's see what's in this article. The hit Netflix documentary Making a Murderer is being accused of being a ploy designed to free a killer. That's a pretty bold uh, statement. Nearly a decade after becoming Emmy winning. Emmy-winning sensation that helped propel the streamer's meteoric rise. The 2015 docuseries followed by legal... Followed the legal fight by Stephen Avery and his nephew Brendan Dassey to be cleared of murdering freelance photographer Teresa Hallback in 05 in Wisconsin. Directors Laura Riccardi and Moira Damos were loud lauded for this series, but now they and Netflix are being accused of ethically uh, ethic are being accused of ethically shady. Oh, ethically shady filmmaking in a new 10-episode doc convicting a murderer, hosted by conservative commentator Candace. Owens. Now she's the host, but it's not her documentary. It's uh, Sean Reck. That's right. He's the one who uh, did it, and he was really fascinating. I like I liked a lot of what this guy said, and he did admit to being a Republican. He wasn't hiding that fact. Uh, so it was like I I don't think he's I, just, I don't think he's uh, I don't know. I just I trusted what he was putting out there. I thought it was pretty uh, pretty authentic. It didn't feel wildly. Um, politically motivated. It felt like this is really deceptive and this is a really popular piece of media and award-winning and they're like, this is bullshit. And I think it's more about this is bullshit. Maybe uh, Candace's angle is the deceptive media, right? I mean, the fake news, fake news, uh, all that shit. Uh, 
maybe that, you know, I mean, but, you know, who's going to sit here political or not and say the media is not deceptive and manipulative and lying? I can't say that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's 100 percent the case. So I don't know. I think it's uh, fairly interesting. Uh, da, 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 da. Lol at Candace being a conservative. Oh, you think she's a grifter? Is she a grifter? Said you do. I don't know how I feel about Candace Owens. I do. I do. I like her at times. I think she says some pretty badass shit. I think she's uh, good at shattering narratives, you know, because she's like this exception. So, you know, sometimes it gets a little boring. It's like a lot of stuff at Daily Wire where you're like, okie dokie. You know, it's just like, all right, conservatives are always correct. Uh, Republicans have been on the right side, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Zach says it's probably about alt media versus mainstream media for selfish reasons. Mm, that's a little cynical of a take. I don't agree with that. I think it's... Uh, I don't know. It's like I, just just because like it's a conservative media outlet doesn't mean that they're just like, up to no good or they're as, uh, you know, self-motivated as like mainstream media it doesn't mean they don't have points. It doesn't mean that they, what they've brought up is not um, inaccurate. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm just speculating anyway, but this I, I don't know. Look, if they make a whole documentary, try to frame this guy as being a targeted by the system. And this, you know, horrible miscarriage of justice and they lie to everyone and get everyone all caught up. And then it turns out that they were intentionally manipulative, lying, leaving things out. I think that's I don't know, man. I think that's worth discussing. What's up, Keely Chow? Good to see you, brother. Uh, da, 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 da. These are the directors. Avery ha had been freed in 2003 after 18 years in prison for sexual assault that attorneys for Wisconsin Innocent Project and DNA evidence helped prove he did not commit. Two years later, the remains of Hallback 25 from Green Bay, Wisconsin, were found at Avery's family auto salvage yard in nearby Two Rivers. She had gone there on assignment for Auto Trader magazine. Dassey, then 17, claimed Manitoba County detectives coerced him into confessing to help his uncle, then 43, rape and kill the freelance photographer before tossing the body into a bonfire. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, the nephew, Brendan Dassey, then 17, confessed to authorities to help his uncle. Okay, Avery was charged with Hallback's murder a month later, but claimed the charge was intended to discredit his $36 million lawsuit against Manitoba County for his previous wrongful conviction. Okay, what's interesting about that is they say 18 years, and this is something that the, do the documentarian was disputing. It was only, it was something like, he was in jail for a crime of like six years or 12 years that he was guilty of and it was the other crime that he was in uh, a secondary a second sentence that he act that he was not guilty of but he was guilty of something for being in jail for years so this guy's not like a good dude like it wasn't like he was just this well oh, poor innocent guy like apparently like they always say 18 years 18 years it's like well yeah but only 12 of that was or only half part of that was not correct now obviously you don't want to go to jail for any length of time when you didn't commit a crime that's mad fucked up but it was it was intentionally misleading like they left out the part that he was actually correctly convicted for a crime as well and so it's like that kind of matters um since you did he probably got a quick six for that haircut <laughs> yeah it's pretty brutal but what's up kai how you doing brother 
Zach's in this case it would be new bomb. Although I don't care. I don't think of Avery as someone the left is championing. No, you're right. It doesn't necessarily fit, but you know, wrongful conviction by the police department, you know, corruption er, by the establishment. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know enough. You know what I mean? I think I should dive into this more to like get a clearer picture of it. Cause I find it really interesting that they're like, they would weave this whole narrative. Like I never really, like I said, never gave a shit about it when it came out in the air, everyone was into it. I didn't watch it. I don't watch a lot of that stuff. I didn't watch tiger King. It just doesn't really interest me, which is whatever. That's fine. Not everything. I have to like everything, but this, the fact that it was all deceptive and intentionally a lie that does interest me. That I think is pretty, pretty compelling. Uh, now, Wreck, Wreck or Reich? I don't know. Wretch? Now, Wretch tells the Post his, his investigation reveals how a senior Netflix advisor encouraged Riccardi and Demos to make ethically shady decisions throughout the production. We have recordings of them telling Stephen Avery that this is his movie, that they hope it gets him out. Now, what's interesting about that is that I guess one of the police in the documentary sued for defamation because of how he was portrayed and he lost. Uh, because apparently it's a very hard thing to prove. But because of the lawsuit, a lot of things came out in discovery that were like texts from Netflix to the documentarians to make it to lean into this part, to make it seem like certain things, to leave out certain details. Uh, it does seem the way this guy framed it, it does seem like Netflix intentionally wanted to have a, an innocence movie like docu-series but where they're the guy wasn't necessarily innocent but it seemed like that's what they wanted so they're like let's just keep leaning into this and okay uh i wouldn't have minded if if the on the media said hey listen we called this guy and told him we think he's completely not guilty and that's the story we wanted to tell owen said that honesty up front is needed don't pretend that you don't have a narrative or a stake in this uh, Netflix depicted Avery as part of a large living family, but downplayed its history of pedophilia, Jesus, and outwardly racist beliefs, suggesting he was a victim of police corruption. Um, there's no question that Netflix tried to make it seem as if it was plausible that all of this was a setup against Stephen Avery conducted by the state with willing participants being police with, with willing participants, participants being the police officers. Okay. I was just stunned by the audacity of Netflix to present them uh, as something else. They pretend to be antagonistic and they certainly were not antagonistic, which we will show in the prison calls with Stephen Avery. It was dishonest. It's weird. They keep focusing on, on Owens, but wreck is wretch or whatever was much more interesting to me. I kind of looked at her as more of like the narrator of this thing. Cause when I listened to his doc, his interview, I was really, really into it. Well, I think that's fucking pretty cool. I'm going to go check it out. Uh, watch convicting a murderer only because I only consume conservative media and that's it. You libs can take a hike. They agree with me. They agree with me. Uh, Sergio Dildo, it's all just business. Guys, you can't trust those guys over there, but you can trust us. We bring you the facts. Well, in a case like this, it's disputable. Right. Because I think like there were a lot of people independent of the Daily Wire. I don't think like the Daily Wire is dropping like a bombshell on this. I think a lot of people sort of discredit making a murderer. Like even in the second one, it seemed even more and more like wildly implausible. I think the criticisms of this have been going around for a while. I see your point. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think in this particular instance, it's as 
blatant or as uh, pronounced. I think this is a real thing that really can be looked into. I don't know. You guys do what you want. I'm going to check it out and see what's up. I'll come back with the true facts. You can trust me with my facts. My facts don't lie. My facts are the real facts. You guys should listen to me. Trust me. I don't know. I'll check it out. I think it was on, on X. X. I think it was on X. I don't know that I like that name, X. I think that's kind of corny, to be honest. I think that's kind of... Metamucil can help me with that. Well, that's good to know. Thank you for that tip, Man of War. Thank you, sir. Very helpful. Very helpful. I will say this about X. X. I'm not sure that I'm crazy about that name. I'm getting a little over it, actually. I have so many spam accounts following me. I have so many just, like, girl, like, you know... I'm Dorontha Escalar follows me. Andrea Radabau. And they're not real people. You just click on there's no, it's just like a picture of a hot chick with like four tweets. It's they're not real. There's a lot of bot a lot more bot accounts for me than I had. I mean, it's like a lot of my followers. I'm scrolling through it. Like they're just they're not real. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there, Elon. But also, I don't care because maybe Man of War was right and Twitter's gay. <laughs> Matt got the fat facts. That's correct. He's saying I'm fat. Are you saying I'm fat? I'm not fat. I'm, not, I'm, okay, I'm a little fat. Uh, you can remove the mat. I know. I don't want to have to, you know. I just I feel like I'll just get flooded with them. Where are they all coming from? Guys, uh, said, bro, I've been getting way more hot chicks following me. I like whatever Elon did in the algorithm. Yeah, dude, it's working out great, dude. It's always great. Uh, Dodo, that name is almost as retarded as his kid's name. Yeah, at first I was like, not so bad, but now I'm just like, X. Like, it just, it's like lame. It's like when you have like a funny t shirt and then like the third time you wear it, you're like, this is sort of corny. It's just like a joke. It's like, huh? Uh, same joke. Same, same funny fun, funny joke. All right. What else we got? Um, ooh, this was not cool. I didn't care for this at all. Saw this in, uh, in the New York Post as I was looking for articles earlier this morning. I was not crazy about this. Not crazy about this information at all. Concerned me. Concerned me. Uh, okay. Here we go. Dee, 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 dee. Boom. Texas, a man dies after eating raw oysters as fears grow over lethal bacteria spread by hurricane. A Texas man, I live in Texas and I eat oysters, has died after consuming raw oysters in a restaurant over Labor Day weekend. They won't even tell you what restaurant or what city. They just say Texas. <laughs> I'm not a fan. This is, a sec I, this is the second time I've heard about someone dying from eating oysters. What the fuck? Officials say the cause was Vibrio vulnificus, a waterborne bacteria that can infect humans who consume raw or undercooked shellfish or those who swim in warmer coastal waters with an open wound. Uh, although comparably rare, only 150 to 200 such deaths are reported. Uh, 200? 200 deaths from eating oysters? That is 200 too many, man. Yeah, 
Oh my God. It described it as flesh eating. Oh, not a fan. The 30 something. I'm a 30 something. I'm a 30 something man in Texas. This could have been me. This could have been me. I don't like it. Whose identity along with that of the restaurant he ate at is being shielded by local health officials. Well, I don't want to go to that restaurant now if it's going to kill me. What the fuck? <laughs> X, how do you do, fellow kids? Yes. Yes, that is very like, <clears throat> yeah. That was the thing. Remember, like, everything in, like, the 90s was like, X, you know, this X, 2000, ultra, ooze. X, extreme. Yeah, it, it really is pretty lame, honestly. I, I, I like I like that it's not this fucking liberal mouthpiece that just, you know, constantly berates you with all that propaganda, but I don't know. Pretty lame. Pretty lame. The man was said to have suffered from underlying health issues. He was taking some drugs that made him immunosuppressed. He also had problems with his liver. So it just sounds like this dude likes to party, man. He was taking some drugs. He had problems with his liver probably because he fucking throws them back. This could have been me, folks. I could have died from eating oysters at an undisclosed Texas Texas restaurant. Now, they do say, they said something about the Gulf. And Gulf oysters are gross, so I probably wouldn't eat those anyway. The conditions that he, the conditions that he had, really predisposed him to overwhelming infection. Okay. In an effort to learn more about the circumstances, Kaiser and his department took steps to find the source of the contamination. We've actually gone to the restaurant where he was eating and we pulled oysters from the shelf. There are tags, there are tags to them so we can identify the lots and the state is actually analyzing them to see if we can find the bug in particular lot of oysters. In July, the bacteria claimed the lives of two Connecticut residents one from having open wounds in the water and the other from consuming raw contaminated shellfish out of state. Dude, what is going on? Why is the ocean trying to kill us? <laughs> I don't like it. I like swimming. I like oysters. I don't want to die from those recreational activities. A Long Island resident from Suffolk County also died. What is this bacteria? Vibrio could cause could quickly cause sepsis. Shock and large blisters that wipe out body tissue. Bro, I am not a fan. Symptoms which can occur within 24 hours include nausea, vomit, diarrhea, dizziness, confusion, fever, chills, skin, redness, or rash, fluid-filled fluid blisters, and a fast heart rate. Bro, why is the ocean killing people through some of my favorite pastimes? Swimming and oysters rule. Stop eating oysters, problem solved. No, but they're so delicious, New Bomb. They're so briny and tasty and aphrodisiac. Come on. I'm trying to fuck out here, New Bomb. I'm trying to fuck. I'm trying to bury my bone. And I need oysters to do it. And then go swimming. Do some, some backstroke. Some breaststroke. You know, get some good invigorating exercise and then go eat some oysters on the beach. That's a good day. Now it's going to kill me. Now I'll die. I don't want to die. New uh, Sanjadildo, I hate oysters and I ate them straight out of the sea. Fuck that slimy crap. Well, I'm sorry you're not sophisticated enough to appreciate the finer things in life, you fucking pleb. But they're delicious. 
They're so good. Put a little mignonette on there, a little bit of mignonette, some vinegar, maybe like a little lemon. Do some fucking vodka shots with it. Come on. That's a party, boys. You're missing out. Briny, yummy nums nums. Man of War. And they scoffed at the moths. The, wait. And they scoffed at the months ending in our oyster rule. So much for their science. I haven't heard that one. There's a month ending in R. You're not supposed to eat them in September, October, November. Really? Why? Because maybe because they're left over. Because they didn't like sell them all summer. Uh, I don't like this bacteria killing everybody. New bomb. So you can be rock hard and have brine breath. No thanks. Hey, I wash it down with champagne. New bomb. A nice bottle of bubbly. So no, I then I have beautiful champagne breath. Which gets some wet, I'll tell you, new bomb. Get some wet. All right? All right? Uh, I love almost everything seafood, but fuck oysters. All right, well, you know, you can be wrong. Nah, that's okay. I didn't like it for a long time, too. I actually was on a date with a girl. It's kind of funny. This is kind of funny. We went out to this, this cool place in uh, Venice Beach, California. They had good pizza. Really did. And it was, like, on the beach. It was really real cool. Like, Venice is a little gritty, but this place was fun. And uh, went there and had like, you know, some pizza. And I got some oysters and I was like, you know, hey, come on, try it. She's like, I don't want it. I don't want it. I'm like, come on, just try them. Just do it. And she's just like, I don't want it. And I like forced her almost, you know, like back and forth. And then she got sick. <laughs> she had like, it like made her, her stomach upset. She had to go to the bathroom and puke and it ruined the whole, the whole day. We had to drive back to the suburbs where I lived. <laughs> <laughs> whoops all right sorry <laughs> uh yeah that was that was embarrassing <laughs> just trying to help her just trying to broaden her horizons and let her expand hello hairless primate good to see you sir yeah i was just trying to offer her something she might not have tried if uh, if not pressed but i was clearly wrong i got her sick <laughs> We had to go home. <laughs> we had to go home. All right. This story is disgusting. Much more disgusting than the oysters thing. Although, you know, the oysters scare me. I don't want to die. I don't want to die and I love oysters. That's a problem. That's a conundrum. Kai, that's why you don't be too pushy. Sometimes people get a feeling and don't want to do stuff. Yep. Yep. 100% Kai. That is 100% right. I was way off that one. And uh, yep. Still feel kind of shitty about it. <laughs> uh, could have just hung her head out the back of the wind at the back window. Yeah. Poor gal. Poor, poor gal. She was pretty young too. She was like in her early twenties. Yeah. Whoopsie. Uh, this is disturbing. I read this story and I was like, "Oh, that is fucking horrifying." And I wish. <laughs> Ew. Fuck you. Fuck you for letting me know that this is true. And now I'm going to let all of you know that it's true. It's really fucked up. All right. Article. I breastfeed my husband to spend more quality time together. Our marriage is stronger than ever. Ugh. What? When I saw that, I was just like, oh, okay. This guy just figured out a way to like stick his face in his wife's chest more often which I, I, <laughs> I was going to tell Matt it wasn't the oysters. 
No, that's what she said. She said she got sick from the oysters and she had to go. And, and then someone else picked her up because uh, she couldn't drive because she wasn't feeling well. What? That's totally plausible. That's all very, very reasonable. Um, but this is not reasonable. What the fuck? I thought he was just like, uh, put my face in my wife's breast. No, no. Mom of three, Rachel Bailey, 30. First breastfed her husband, Alexander, also 30 in 2016. And the couple haven't looked back since. This is making me like wretch. I feel sick. Well, it started as a way of Alexander helping out his wife when she was over lactating while nursing the... Ugh, this is really making me want to puke. This is so disgusting. The pair found it to be an amazing bonding experience after they... Oh, come on. I'm really forcing down vomit. That they believe has made their marriage stronger than ever. Feeding the family, everyone in the family. Look at this. Ugh. Ugh. This is so gross. Uh, Rachel from Florida has always made sure that her babies are fed first before Alexander finishes the remaining milk. Ew! What the fuck is wrong with you? And the habit came about as pure accident. When my eldest child, Troy, was breastfeeding, I went away on a cruise with Alexander, she said. However, I forgot my breast pump and was badly engorged for two days. I was in so much pain and I was scared about getting an infection. So we decided that my husband was going to try drinking the milk to relieve me. This creep. He'd been planning it all along. He's like, you don't need the breast pump. It'll be fine. And then he's like, <laughs> the couple were aware that they were doing what they were doing wouldn't sit well with Betty, but continued regardless. People are disgusting. We were nervous about the idea of him breastfeeding me from as we thought it seemed weird. Yeah, does it? Does it seem fucking weird for a grown man to breastfeed you? Yeah, it's a little weird. But as soon as we did it, we realized it was perfectly fine. Oh, God damn it. Alexander said the milk was really different to how he expected it to taste. Uh, uh, compared to the normal milk that he used to drinking. God damn it. Uh, while the milk tasted different, Rachel knew she was giving her hubby a great boost of nutrients as well as spending quality time together. Oh, God. Is anyone else as disgusted by this as me? Bruh. Kink shaming now, are we? Yeah, we are. This deserves to be shamed. This is so fucked up. First the oysters, now this. What the fuck, Matt? I know. <laughs> it's really making me grossed out. She could have just squeezed it into a sink or something. Probably, right? He doesn't have to drink it. And they've been doing it for four years. How old are the kids? They don't need to do this anymore. Those who tout their affection for Bowler's Gabe shouldn't throw breast pumps. <laughs> We're doing a stream. I was talking with uh, with Imperitus about it last night. We're planning it. It's happening. We're going to do our whole party. It's going to get real gay, Man of War. So gay. So much gay fantasy content. Uh, Dildo, honey, oysters poison me. I need, I'm going to need you to breastfeed me to get better. Uh, it's sweet, like antifreeze. Why the fuck do you know that? God damn it. Kai, so you'd feed that to your baby, Matt, but you wouldn't drink it yourself? What a dad. <laughs> that is so gross, dude. It really makes me grossed out. I never, that I, I really, I've seen like, you know, thumbnails of porn where it's like, it's just breastfeeding. It's like, ugh. It makes, it makes me, my stomach is churning 
I don't like this. This is really, really gross. Ew, indeed. Kink accepting is why we're so degenerate of a society. I agree. I agree. Ugh, what the fuck? That is not cool. Not cool at all. Who's calling me and why? Oh, shit. Actually, I got to take this. Hold on, folks. I'll be... Okay, fuck. I have to go. God damn it. Sorry, folks. Got to cut it short today. I wish that wasn't the case, but life sometimes does demand more out of me than just streaming, which is a shame. I know. We're all devastated and heartbroken about it. I, I feel terribly. I feel ter I just got here. It's only been an hour. It's only been an hour. But uh, I thank you all for watching today's stream. As always, you guys are fucking menches. You're good fucking people. You're good fucking people. Uh, today I saw a short of a woman saying she respect her man more if he ate, ate, oh God, ate her while she's menstruating, bro. Fuck the internet for sure, dude. For sure. Ugh, God damn. What a way to end this show. That's a weird one. This is a strange one. Aliens now breast pump drinking. Anyway, I got to go. Thank you all for fucking watching. Press like, if you have it, share your friends. If they want to hear about couples who fucking drink each other's breast milk. God damn it. God fucking damn it. Wish I didn't know that existed, but now I had to torture you with it too. Uh, you guys, uh, yeah, have a good day. I will see you soon. Um, members, Expanse game on the way. I promise. I'm working on it behind the scenes. I haven't set a date yet. I will set a date soon. I'm going to make a video for members only so you can check it out so we can play all that shit. I swear it's still on the way. Keep an eye out for it. Uh, thank you for all for watching. And uh, I'll see you soon. I'll probably stream again later this week. So see you guys in a little bit. Thank you so much. Have a great feckin' day. Thank you for watching. Please press like, subscribe, and have a wonderful day.